This is WKSU News. I'm Sarah Taylor. When Ohio legislators redrew the state's congressional district map a decade ago, Stark County ended up split three ways among the 7th, the 13th, and the 16th districts. That won't happen again when new maps are redrawn this year under a new process that aims to prevent gerrymandering, where lawmakers carve district lines to protect partisan seats. What comes next? You asked. We look for answers in this edition of O'Reilly. I look at alliance and alliance is particularly silly because it is represented by three different Congress people. WKSU listener Becky McCurdy has lived in alliance for 13 years. It just really brought it home to me that we, we sure need to do something about this. She's among the more than 70% of Ohio voters who supported ballot issues, one in 2015 and another in 2018, that called for drawing fairer maps for both state and federal legislative districts. She knew both issues had passed, but my question to O'Reilly was, how is it that we don't seem to have done anything about gerrymandering in our area yet? Becky, you're feeling, well, I did this, I voted on this twice and nothing has happened, is a common feeling of many Ohioans. That's Iris Meltzer. She lives in Kent, where she's a member of the League of Women Voters. She also currently serves as president of the board for the State League, which has, with other pro-democracy groups, including Common Cause, been working for decades to fix Ohio's process of redrawing districts. Even though we did this in 2015 and then in 2018, nothing visible has happened because it depends on the results of the census. So district lines are not redrawn until the census data is available. Typically, that would be about now, but 2020 was not a typical year and the data has been delayed. The people who fought for this new redistricting process, including Common Cause Ohio Director Catherine Terser, are just as impatient to get moving. The reforms focus on keeping communities together, so trying to keep counties together and cities and townships together, um, and also focuses on greater transparency and giving us the tools so that we can actually testify and participate. One of the tools Common Cause and the League of Women Voters will be teaching people how to use is an open source map drawing program called Districter. That's district with an R at the end. Dan Vacuna is the national redistricting manager for Common Cause. He says traditionally new lines are drawn by those who are in power. What we're hoping to do with this program is to really turn that on its head and make it a, a people-centered approach, right? So that um, individuals who are uh, in the community have the ability to tell the story of those communities and give feedback to decision makers that's really um, very specific, very granular, and um, powerful. Districter is a program developed at a Tufts University redistricting lab. Liz Kopecki is a project manager there with a background in environmental planning. The lab's team includes mathematicians, geographers, data scientists, and software developers. I personally am very excited to hopefully see um, maps be submitted as public comment. You can have a really beautiful narrative about uh, where your community is and what it is, but um, hopefully this mapping element will bring that specificity of where where the community is. Just let me share my screen and we'll um, dive into the software here. Liz and Dan give Becky and me a quick tour of how Districter works. So when you go to the Districtor website and you find Ohio on a map, you get kind of a fork in the road, drawing communities or drawing districts. I'm going to start with the community modules. Uh, where do you live? What, what uh, neighborhood or what city? It's Alliance, which is uh, east of Canton. Becky, you think about your your neighborhood. Are there 
sort of spe specific um, locations, you know, I know park, library, community center that you think of as being kind of central to your community? Yeah, I would say Silver Park. I'm going to add in some qualitative descriptions um, that you can choose to kind of keep with um, a file that you send to decision makers. What it, why it would make Silver Park kind of an important location in the community to you? Well, it's, um, it's a, a destination for people that want to run or walk. As he will with community groups that will likely meet over Zoom just like we are, Dan takes Becky through the steps of mapping community assets, identifying areas that should be part of one district. He says people will discuss and negotiate. You know, does this seem right to you? Do you feel like, you know, do we share, uh, or, you know, this park space such that we should be kept together? Or is there really, should we make the case to decision makers that uh, really not? We have sort of different interests. Maybe we're using different transportation routes. Uh, there's different language minority groups, you know, whatever the case may be. Interesting. Um, Becky, what do you think of this? <laughs> it's fascinating. I mean, my prejudice would be that everybody that lives in the same town should have the same district. Ohio's new process for drawing congressional districts requires that only the five most populous counties, Franklin, Cuyahoga, Hamilton, Summit, and Montgomery, can be split twice. But if its population is large enough to support one district, that would be about 700,000 people, they should be kept whole. Another 18 counties can be split once, and the remaining 65 counties have to be kept whole. As far as who gets the final say, here's Common Cause's Catherine Terser. The state legislature is tasked with coming up with a congressional map um, which has good support from both political parties, right? And, and of course, that is a significant challenge. If they can't do that, then the map making goes to the Ohio Redistricting Commission, uh, which is a bipartisan commission. It includes the governor, state auditor, secretary of state, and two state reps and two state senators, one from each party chosen by party leaders. If they can't agree on a map, the full legislature tries again. Terser says the most important thing citizens can do is pay attention. We need to weigh in and let people know. I have, for example, Becky with her with Alliance being so divided, I don't want my city to be divided this way. The League of Women Voters Iris Meltzer agrees and suggests even when things get complex to you know do what Becky did and say explain please. Common causes Dan Vacuna has realistic expectations. There is no perfect map. There's just a you know there is a, a difficult sometimes time consuming people-driven process to negotiate what what our communities are. If it's done by, you know, elected officials or their, their partisan consultants kind of behind closed doors or in, in the bunker, as they said in Ohio in the last cycle, um, that doesn't really serve the public. So we're hoping to make this a really, a really kind of voter and people-driven process. Becky fully supports that idea and sees it as a way to improve our democracy. Where wisdom from, from coming from two completely different directions gets included in the conversation and, and honored, respected, um, instead of just what can keep us in power. Because I know I, I have learned so much from people that believe differently than I do. And, and I feel like my voice has maybe influenced other people in some situations to see things differently. But if we're not listening to each other's voices, Nothing ever improves. I'm Sarah Taylor, 89.7 WKSU.